Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for the Hadit.com radio show. Radio show. Hadit.com radio. I'm radio. In-depth. If you need help with the VA, log on to Hadit.com. Now, here's your host. Here's your host. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Had It podcast. We're here today with a technician uh, uh, stretch, and uh, Jay Basser, he's our uh, co-host here today, and uh, today we're going to be discussing here a little bit about uh, the VA prescription cancellation. Uh, you know, they seem to be playing around with, with veterans' uh, prescriptions quite a bit. It, uh, apparently, uh, uh, the performances uh, seem to want to override what the primary care team does, and and uh, they'll change your your prescription on you, or, or just totally uh, take it away, and. I know several veterans myself that this has happened to, and uh, uh, it can be, uh, well, it can really be a problem. If you've been on a prescription for quite some time, and then all of a sudden you don't get it, it can cause some, some issues, and uh, uh, they, they're, they're not good. So... Uh, you need to keep an eye on that. I've, I've had it happen uh, to myself where they don't want to send this prescription or that prescription. Fortunately, I have a primary care team that uh, uh, works with me really well. I simply contact them and and let them know, and, and they'll take care of the problem. But... Uh, uh, I know others that uh, had to really, you know, come down on them hard, uh, get a hold of the inspector general or or whatever, and to get the issue resolved. And and it, it, uh, as really just turns out, it's what the performances decided that they thought you you didn't need anymore. (laughs) And so... uh, John, you, I'm, I know you're aware of some stories like that, too. Uh, I think we've even had some Haddock members complaining that this has happened to them. It has several times, Cheryl. Over the years, <laughs> had it, and you, can, you can see, you know, the proof's in the pudding. Folks are posting that, uh, you know, they had an active prescription and... Uh, uh, I guess it expires and they get a refill and it goes back to the pharmacy and the pharmacy cancels it, you know, and that's a, uh, it's a headache to the veterans for that to happen. Um, I don't know what the 
background information is as far as why they do, you know, the situation. But, uh, you know, it's got to be cost savings or something because, uh, you know, it happens way too often. Of course, they try to, you know, control prescriptions very closely, um, you know, and then they try to do these reports up to cross-check all your medications and see if they affect each other and all those other things. But, uh, you know, if you need a prescription and uh, the primary care doctor writes it, a lot of times, <clears throat> some of the medicine, I don't know why, why, why it's that way, I guess because it's such a big organization, sometimes these medicines have to be approved by another person besides the doctor. I don't know if that's just, a, if that's just anything to do with the way the government operates or what. And uh, it gets very frustrating for the vets. I mean, you know, if they can't get your prescription when you're at the VA, then you're going to have to go home and wait to receive it in the mail, which is another headache. And uh, so, but this issue of prescriptions is becoming a joke. You know, if you're on a medicine you need to have for sustaining, like, say, for example, if you have diabetes, you take insulin, or, you know, or metformin or any diabetic control drug, and, uh, you know, if he was to cancel that on you and stop that, that could, that could cause you some very serious issues. Yes, I can. Sure, can. But, uh, you know, we can wonder and speculate as to why this is happening. And uh, I think the root cause of all this stuff, in my opinion, is got to be financially controlled. Uh, we've learned that uh, the Phoenix healthcare system were making a secret list and showing veterans coming to the appointments they never went to or and actually extend the wait times out for several months for them to get appointments, you know. That was all because of control. And uh, some paper pusher came up, you know, with the idea to make this new system up to, uh, you know, to do veterans this way, to make their numbers look good. And the better their numbers look good, the higher their bonus was. And uh, so they become bonus-oriented, you know, so they you know, make little tricks and scheme, you know, to get that extra bonus money at the cost of veterans' health care. And, uh, you know, that's bonus system is uh, VA-wide, so each department has its own issue for bonuses, but I'm sure the pharmacy's got their own little system, you understand? If they save some money, I guess they get a bigger bonus. You know, I believe, John, uh, all in all, the bonuses that have caused a lot of harm to veterans, uh, uh, especially they're not only in the medical side, in, in the uh, claim side also. And and uh, it, uh, it's something that should be uh, eliminated. Uh, the bonus system should be eliminated. They should have a regular pay scale like any other uh, uh, manufacturer or company corporation out here, uh, and and that's what what they should do. Uh, these bonuses are are really hurting veterans. It's bigger than that, Joe. I think it is really. I, yeah, I honestly do. You know, it's not just a bonus system. I think it's a, personally, I think it is a, an awareness, you know, if some individuals, I'm not saying, you know, pointing fingers or, 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 
or anything in that situation like that. Some individuals will if there's money involved, especially free money that you know you don't earn. Uh, no matter what it is, uh, if there's money involved, people are going to try to find out a, find a way to get it, and they're going to do anything in their means to manipulate or to move to get that money because money controls it all, right? Absolutely. You know, so we've just seen people, for example, you know, uh, they call me Basher on Had It, and Basher's because of, uh, you know, I had a habit of fishing. And I fished these bass turns before, and you see stories all the time of people fishing this lake uh, a couple of days before the tournament, catching these fish and putting them in a basket. Then the day the tournament starts off, they take off that basket and get their fish out and take them away a mint. You know, so they're cheating to get that extra money, see. Yeah, that ain't good. Right. So, I mean, people are people, you know. They're going to try to gain an advantage somehow to um, float the the benefit their way. Well, what did they do to them in the bass tournament, John, whenever they uh, catch them doing that? Well, there was one here at Kentucky Lake a few years ago. They caught the guy. He won thousands upon thousands of dollars. I think he won a boat. they caught him red-handed. <clears throat> they actually watched him take the fish out of the basket and weigh him in. And uh, so he lost his, I think he, he got some serious trouble, went to jail. Uh, because anytime the purse is over a certain amount of money, you know, it becomes a felony. Yeah. Lost his, lost his fishing privileges for life, <laughs> for tournaments. Can never fish another tournament as long as he lives. And what happens to them in the VA when they get caught cheating? Mm. They raise the rug up and take the broom to it. I guess so. I've never heard of one of them getting in trouble. Uh, so it uh, it seems like they they have a unsaid or unwritten agreement. That even if you get caught, you're okay. Uh, Just keep doing it. We're not saying that's happening, but, you know, the opportunity is there for, you know, activity like that to happen anytime there's bonus money involved. Yeah, it can be abused, and and Mm -hmm. it's been abused by the VA. That's a fact. I think it's... I think it's just... I think it boils down to more than that, actually. I think it's a... uh, epidemic of, of great proportions within all areas, not just the VA. Well, I, I know there had it. We've, we've had veterans uh, that have some serious issues with their meds now, trying to get them from the VA, and, and uh, all of a sudden uh, the VA decides, well, they're not going to uh, be issuing anything that has uh, uh, narcotics in it or what have you. And, and, you know, we had quite a few bets on uh, uh, pain medication. And that that put them in a really bad situation. Yeah, the VA's in a bad situation and stuff, too, though, as far as pain meds. I mean, there are certain levels of pain meds, like, uh, you know, that are, uh, I guess they're narcotics. They call them controlled substances. Um, the world's changed. 
um, you've got the government's treating these doctors like drug dealers now, and they're really cracking down on, uh, you know, the whole aspect of medications like that. And uh, so they're becoming more sensitive and aware that issuing pain medications, you know, is uh, not very, uh, well, they, you know, no therapeutic for the person that needs it, but it's uh, also a uh, uh, danger to the people that issue it anymore. And uh, it's society's problem, you know, because this country has a major drug problem. It does. You know, I've seen firsthand evidence of it myself. You know, not uh, me being part of the problem, but I've seen, you know, close people close to me that are affected by it. So, you know, it's all, it's all a game, you know. Um, people get out here and they take the medication, they drive and things like that, and get in car wrecks, and next thing you know, they blood test them, and here they are, they... They're, they're in trouble for for their pain medication because they were driving under the influence of the pain medication. Yeah, well, that's you know, true. That's true. I don't know how how your guys' states do it, but this this place here, you know, they've got a, you know, they've got cross records checks and everything. You know, if you need to get a pain medication now, you just have to you got to show your ID and everything just to get one. You know. Yeah, uh, they're getting that way here also, and. Uh, yeah. uh, so, but, you know, with the VA, it's not only pain medication, though, John. I, I've seen people with uh, uh, respiratory problems couldn't get inhalers. They couldn't get, uh, uh, I, I know one guy that uh, he had to go, oh, man, a lot of trouble. It took him quite quite some time to, he was taking asthma necks and, and uh, for his lungs and, and uh, really, that's one I'm, you really need. And, and he had a heck of a time getting that back. And as it turned out, it was the performances that decided that he didn't need it anymore. No, and they decided I, they cost I, the medication that way the need. Yeah. And uh, so he did get it back, but and the performances even called him up. Apologize, but I mean, all that time you had to go without it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know that—that's uncalled for. Yeah. I mean, that's not the performance's job. If performance's has a problem with the medication, he should contact the primary care team that, mm-hmm. or the doctor that uh, issued that medication. Don't that sound good? If I did do that. Well, I mean, don't that sound logical? That they, I mean, that's what they should do. I would. Yeah, some of these pharmacists though are doctors themselves, you know that, don't you? And Possibly so, but they didn't write the they didn't write the script. And it's not actually their patient. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if there's an issue there with the meds. Uh, mixing together, then they ought to notify the uh, 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 primary oh, care doctor. Yeah, it's all a game, Gerald. Well, yeah, it, it, and it's wrong. Yeah, it's wrong. I mean, it's uh, it's you know, and sometimes they do good. You know, they they catch something, you know, because 
you know, sometimes you see a specialty doctor and other doctors, and they write you a prescription for something that uh, does have a counter effect to something you're already taking. Yeah. You know, they can, they can work that out and negotiate, you know, the changes that way, but they got to communicate better. And uh, but now this is cost based. You know, it's all it's all about the money. It, it, whatever, whatever, you know, whatever anybody says, they'll know it's not. Yes, it is. And uh, oh, I was yeah, trying to explain. Yeah. It's, it's I've explained that to the VA several times. It's all about the money. What about what uh, seemed like four or five years ago? They was handing out them uh, uh, narcotics there, just right and left. They couldn't give them away fast enough, uh, getting people to try to take them. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, uh, now all of a sudden they just go whammy. They cut them off. Of, well, what have they created? Uh, a damn mess. <clears throat> well, that's not the VA's problem. That's society's problem that caused that to happen. You know, because it's uh, society itself, you know, it's turned out to be pretty bad with all those drug issues. And, uh, you know, it's just, it's terrible. Um, and it's just, that's just a result of the fallout from these drug problems, Gerald. And uh, true. A lot of it is. Uh, mm-hmm. It's an individual type of thing. Uh, some yeah. that are get, was getting them really didn't need them, and that did turn them into druggies. And it's kind of outside the VA. Um, you know, I've been to doctors with. Uh, if you got anytime you got spinal problems, you know you and you go to a specialist. You know, they're <clears throat> these specialists. You know, they. They give you pain meds to help control the pain because, you know, people with spine problems have got a lot of, you know, there's a lot of pain. There's a lot of nerve pain. And uh, I know one doctor here, I'm not going to say any names, but you walk into his office, it's a group of folks, and you sign in at the counter. And before you sign, after you sign at the counter, they call you back in the back and you take a drug test right there on the spot. Oh. Yep. And, uh,. That's not a and bad drug, idea. The drug test is not to see if you know is that if you've been taking the drugs and stuff. You know they they want to make sure that you're taking the medicine they give you. You know because a lot of folks will fake an injury. You know that then they're going after money too. They get them drugs and they're selling the crap out of them. You know. That's true too. Yeah, so, again, anytime there's money like that involved, you know, you go to find people who cheat the system, try to get that money. And it does make the world go around, so. Um, but the problem is, is people who actually need the medication suffer because of that activity. Uh, yeah, you're, you're right, absolutely. Yeah, so... There's got to be a better way, and uh, of course now the pharmacy just just canceling medications because they can. You know that's a different issue. Uh, there's all kinds of excuses used. Uh, you know they've canceled medications on me before, and I'd go back to the doctor and they'd rewrite them. I've had some have had to get special permission to you know issue the medication, but uh, <clears throat> I guess certain levels of medication have to have certain levels. It's like a claim. You know, certain level of awards have to have a certain signature. Yeah. 
I think it's the same for the pharmacy too. You know, they have to, you know, certain level medications have to be approved by a higher board, higher authority. I think uh, right now I'm taking about four medications uh, uh, that they have to special approve uh, there from the VA. And uh, it goes in front of a board or something. (laughs) But uh, Mm -hmm. when the doctor, uh, now this was uh, not a... um, uh, NPA, it's it's a regular medical doctor. When he he uh, he takes it before the board, he usually gets what he wants. And, and yep. uh, but this is for my respiratory problems. It's not right. narcotics. Uh, but he, he has a rule. He gets it, gets them approved for me. But uh, you know, uh, some some they won't. And but a, a lot of them uh, I get approved, so uh, that's kind of good. At least they'll do that for you. I know well, a lot of veterans won't get don't get that kind of help. Uh, you have a lot of issues. It's all about the money. I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna, I'm gonna reiterate that several times during this show. So you know, um, you take inhalers and things like that if you've got lung problems. Inhalers are very, very expensive, and even with good insurance, the copays can be fifty to hundred bucks. Absolutely. So, but the problem is, is even though the medication is expensive per se when you buy it, the problem is is not the medication is that expensive. It's the drug companies that are charging an outrageous price for something that doesn't cost it much to make. So it's greed is causing it. I I take several. Uh, well, I have several inhalers, but they're around four hundred dollars a piece. Mm-hmm. And and uh, if a poor guy, you know, if it wasn't for the BA, there's no way I could afford it. I mean, I would yeah. just curl up here in the corner and die. I mean, but uh, so. Uh, yeah, them them medications. Some of them are quite expensive. Right, it is. <clears throat> it is. I mean, it's. I take uh, medicines for control of arrhythmias and things like that that the VA doesn't provide. And the only way they said that they would provide is if I go see VA, VA a certain VA department, you know, to get the med issued. But uh, I've, I've been warned to stay away from that area myself. <laughs> <laughs> So, but um, there's always a backup plan, um, and the backup plan that you can do. For example, you take a certain medication and they just up and cancel it. Most everybody I know will go to the VA. They have got a private doctor somewhere, like a private primary care doctor, and maybe they see them every once in a while. You know, for little things like they don't want to have to go to the VA, they go see them for like colds and things like that. That person needs to take their medicine list to that private doctor. And <clears throat> you need an emergency backup plan. Uh, that can be a prescription. You take over to the nearest Walgreens or drugstore. You tell them, please keep this on file, but do not fill it. Okay. If 
they keep it on file, put it in the computer, they don't fill it, then say the VA screws up and cancels your prescription. Instead of you having to jump through hoops, uh, you can call up the pharmacy, you know, and you can say, hey, I need this filled for one month. Because the time it takes to get the VA straightened that you're going to need it. Absolutely. And I've you know, done and that, I, y'all. I, I recommend anybody, I rec- anybody to do that. If you're taking insulin or any medication that's life-sustaining, you better do that. Because I've seen things happen, people, it's unbelievable. I've seen people run out of insulin. You know, people run out of insulin and the needles and things like that because of the some kind of crazy mix-up in the VA. You know, the mix-ups like that can cost you your life. Uh, yeah, you better be able to get your hands on some. That's mm-hmm. that's another good reason for having a a uh, internal medicine doctor outside. You you go see uh, for issues such as that. I I have one. I go see and and if for whatever reason I've had the VA not get medicines out to me in time and I've run out. I just yep. simply uh, go over, give them a call and they'll they'll call it right in for me and and so I don't actually miss miss uh, my uh, meds but uh, you know it, so it cost you a little bit more because I have copay anyway and everything right. I can get from Walmart for four dollars I'm sure not going to pay the VA eight and. Uh, matter of fact, I thought the VA was talking there one time to raising it to 10, wasn't they? That's what I hear. I haven't seen anything in writing. I think it may have already. It may have? Mm-hmm. So, uh, but that's the way I work it. I, anything I can get from Walmart for $4, I get from Walmart. And the others, if they're over 10, you know. Mm. Or, or so. Here's the, here's the kicker. VA. Here's the kicker. You're paying a higher copay for medicine that was bidded on from the government to the lowest bidder. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> what is it? You have to be over 30% before the, or is it 50%? you got to be in priority group one. That's 50% or above. Okay. Yeah, so. But they still charge your insurance for it, you know, if you've got other insurance, free medicines. Yeah. That's another issue. Yeah. But they say, for example, they your primary care doctor prescribes you a certain medicine. And the pharmacist, well, we can't do this because of cost or whatever, things like that. If you got insurance and they charge for that medicine, they can't do that to you. Yeah, that's right. You know, they shouldn't be able to anyways because you're a paying customer. Yeah, it. Uh, I don't know what's got into the VA. I mean, they're mm-hmm. to me they're not getting better. Um, 
we have this new guy that's taking over. Of course, it's a little bit soon for him. Yep. The uh, VA is a, a large conglomerate, uh, but uh, I'm hoping to see some some beneficial changes. Uh, they need it all the way around. It, it's not only in the medical side, of it, but it's in the claim side too. So uh, I do notice that. Uh, there have been a, a few people get fired, but I think there are people that was on their uh, last leg of getting ready to retire anyway. So what have they done now? So far, I haven't seen any substantial gains uh, for the veteran there. Uh, let's hope that changes. Uh, something surfaces here pretty fast. And... Uh, Certainly, these prescriptions, the issues we've been having with some of these prescriptions need to be resolved. Yes, it needs to be resolved. Now, if you if you have an issue with, with that, you know, prescription gate, um, and you can't get it resolved for the local VA, even if you do, it's going to happen again because the same people are doing it. You know, put a call on the task. You know, you've got rights as a, you know, and uh, you've got avenues where you can uh, have it checked out. Uh, you can contact your representatives. You can go see the patient advocate and explain to the patient advocate what's going on. You know, that might get you a little satisfaction for a day or two anyways. You know, there's something else here. Uh, I would imagine uh, I had to have a, uh, a shot for my bones. My bones were falling apart because I'm taking prednisone. Mm -hmm. And uh, now them shots are, what, $1,600, $1,700 a piece. you got to have two a year. And I said, my God, I can't afford that. I called the VA, and they say, well, you got to go through all this rigmarole and more testing and this and that. And... Uh, uh, it'd take us quite a while to get you approved, if we can. And uh, in the meantime, uh, I've run across a foundation that you applied to this foundation. And uh, income didn't seem to be an issue with them. And anyway, fill out this short form and sent it in, and they approved it right away, and within a week, I had my my shot through my mm -hmm. internal medicine doctor here in town, and uh, he's on the schedule, and he's already got the order for my next shot, uh, yep. so, uh, you know, if it's something you really need and you can't get it from the VA, you might try some of these uh, foundations. Uh, uh, now, I, I don't know. Uh, I know they cover several different things, uh, different foundations do. So you might find one that could cover your prescription. Uh, like John said, some of these this respiratory medicine is extremely expensive. Yeah, it and, is very. And and uh, there, I'm, I'm almost certain there's a uh, 
it would be a foundation out there somewhere you can get a grant for uh, to take them. Uh, you could probably even call a manufacturer of that particular uh, medication, and, and they can refer you to someone. I don't know. It's sad. Well, it it's is. Sad. And, and, and you know, we we have a lot of pe- a lot of veterans that that are on pain medications, and, and they really need them. I mean, you know, they got traumatic brain injuries, uh, uh, and, and some some very painful issues, and they they need their pain meds. Some of them do. Well, I have to say one thing. Welcome to government-controlled health care. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, a, I'm afraid it's going to get worse, not better. Um, it, uh, when you're dealing with the VA, it seems like <laughs> not much things get better. <laughs> they only get worse. <laughs> Well, things in uh, one area get better with something else to go to pots. It's always, it's like dominoes. Yeah. <laughs> About the only thing you do is go fishing. <laughs> I like to see, you know, I like to see it all get straightened out, you know, and it's, it will one of these days, hopefully. Uh, <clears throat> you know, if it all starts with a claim system, then it goes to the healthcare system. <laughs> yeah. Um Main things be patient, and and when they do you wrong, uh, you do have a remedy. Uh, trying to figure out what that remedy really is is kind of difficult at times. But uh, I would think when it comes to your medicines, uh, uh, you would have a little bit more uh, because that's that's serious. You get messed with someone's meds, and and that's uh, that's really serious. Uh, that could be oh horrific, you know. It could be, it could be tragic. Well, it can be deadly, mm-hmm. and we we can't have these idiots flying around with you with your meds. You know, here all of a sudden you're taking that, what's some of that, oxycodone or whatever that, I don't know. I don't take none of that stuff, but I don't need it. So, uh, mm-hmm. but then they get take it away from and give you an aspirin. Hello? <laughs> what's going to yeah, happen? That's the, that's the goal, you know, is to get you off the medications and, you know, it's just, a, it's again, it's all about the money. You know, they they can tell you it's not, but, you, you know, they've got to prove to me that it is not, because I know it's all about the money. Well, sure it is. Uh, yeah. Say, okay, I got uh, these uh, 50 veterans off all this, and look how much money we've saved, and uh, wow, what a bonus I'm going to get. Uh, they should outlaw these bonuses. That's one thing for certain. Uh, yeah. They claim they have to give them out to get good quality help. Well, uh, they're not getting good quality help. Uh, There are some dedicated people in there that's sincere about helping veterans. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. But there's some in there that's not. And this just gives them the incentive to uh, mess a veteran over. That's a big, big issue there, Joe. Well, you know, it is a big issue. They just don't care. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. like I say, uh, a few of them run it for a whole, whole lot of people. And like I say, there's a lot of dedicated employees there that work for the VA and uh, medical and even in the claim system that uh, will try to do the best they can for a veteran and and then you got these few jerks for whatever reason they're able to get their hands on a lot of different things and, and, and mess up large groups of veterans and and why they're not stopped, it's beyond me. Well, I'm thinking if they had a proof system, you know, that if you touch a claim, that you have to sign in when you touch that claim. And if you are the jerk and you do something that's, that's you know, that's jerkish to delay or deny or something like that, then there'll be a record back to the person that did it. Absolutely. And said, if that person done anything with malice, which I've seen some claims where, you know, in the history to where, you know, these folks just went out of the way to do something, shred something, destroy evidence or whatever, to keep them paying the veteran. And uh, there's even a BVA case where the guy got caught doing that. And uh, so there needs to be a tracking system for everybody touches that claim and something goes wrong with that claim and there's something... Uh, misleading or not true or not accurate, then that needs to go back on the person that did it. You know, I used to uh, work on aircraft parts uh, in the machine shop, and we had everyone that touched this part, Mm -hmm. we had a, a sheet we had to sign off on. They, yep. they, they, from start to finish, they know from a casting, from a raw casting all the way to the completed product, every phase this this part went through, uh, was, that individual that touched that part had to sign off on them. Yep. And that's the way it should be in the VA. I don't yep. care whether it's in the claim system in the pharmacy or or whatever, if you get sent the wrong meds, I've had them send me the wrong meds uh, before. And yep, that happens. Uh, you know, mistakes happen, but I mean, you gotta uh, be diligent about your own health care and stuff. You know, look, just because you get it from the VA, don't mean it's right, right. Even a regular pharmacy, I'd well, check, check your meds. Wouldn't this kick in the groin? Say you uh, got some wrong meds in the VA and it was uh, had a cold on or something like that. So you load it up in the car, take it back to VA, and you get pulled over by the cops. And there you got a medicine in a bottle. They got your name on it. You're going to jail. <laughs> yeah. Well, you could, you know. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, so... But if, if if it signed off and you say, well, here, looky here, Mr. 
Mr. Joe Blow, he done this one. Uh, and you can call and say, hey, Joe missed, Joe missed up down there. And they can get old Joe and make him correct it. What you uh, do is you tell you call them up, say, for example, I got one issue, had a code on issue. You call them and say, hey, y'all come get this. Yeah. Uh, you don't want to be transporting narcotics. Don't or call well, the cops and have them come in. Well, I don't know what you could do. Uh, yeah. If it come in your name and it's got your prescription on it, I mean, you <clears throat> Yeah. But if it had somebody else's name on it, you better not be toting it around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, I mean, that's a, that's a, that's a dangerous issue, you know, because they send stuff by mail. It becomes, it becomes a felony anyways. Yeah. You know, so. Well, any what time it is. They, they send <laughs> a, a prescription out, uh, that's a narcotic by mail. You have to sign for it from the postman anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have labeled as a narcotic. Yeah, well, you know, that's why you should know what you're getting. You know, and it's meds by mail, which there's a guy on had that was just written down for, I know, for at least 10 or 12 years, meds by mail sucks. You know, I haven't had too many problems with medications. You know, I've had some were canceled. I had to, had to contact them and ask them to refill and do this and that. And, uh, you know, they've been pretty cordial. But, again, there's certain medications I get outside the VA, you know, because uh, of cost. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Yeah, that's, that's the way I've operated, too. Mm-hmm. It saves you but, a little bit, especially if you're making a copay. If you're you're in that copay situation, uh, myself, I think once once you become service connected, uh, I don't care whether it's ten percent. You know, uh, it should be taken care of. That gives me a point. Let's have a little training session here, real quick, Gerald. Yeah. Just. Uh, if you guys have got a claim going and you're less than fifty percent, and you're uh, you're stuck in the middle of copayville and fifty percent, you get your fifty percent rating and you get your effective date. The same day you get that award letter, I would write me a letter to the billing office of your local VA hospital, ask them to do a copay a copay review or a records review. Show them the award letter with your effective date back to whatever the effective date is. Every copay you've paid in between that effective date and now, or the time you get that letter, then they are to update their system and they are to refund you the copays. Yes. It's very and, important uh, to do that. That is important. You might have to send them a copy of your award letter, or they yeah. should have it on record anyway. You'd always keep a copy of that to them. Don't don't trust nothing they have, Gerald. Yeah. You know, uh, I mean it. Because I've called them before and asked them for a statement. They will send you out a statement uh, with with that on it. Because uh, 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 you can use that as a tax deduction or something. 
You need to get all those tax deductions along with a certain percent of your income if you file taxes. Yeah. Now, if you're married and you've got a claim filed and you get awarded 100% permanent in total or IUP&T, uh-huh. you're going to be entitled to champ VA insurance for your family. So your wife and your minor kids, you need to make sure you keep every receipt for every medical bill you've ever spent on your wife and kids. Back to your award date, because you've got 18 months. You can actually file. That's the medicines and everything to get that money recouped back to you. That only goes back 18 months? No, you have 18 months to do it in. Oh, 18 months. Oh, I see. Okay, so it goes back to your, everything goes back to the effective date. The effective date is the date, you know, that the condition arose, and that's your effective pay yeah. date. For example, if you're awarded a claim and it's awarded October 15th, then November 1st is your payday. Yeah. Okay, so that's something you guys need to keep in mind that, uh, you know, because some folks spend a lot of money on, on, on insurance and medications. And Champ VA is good insurance. It pays 80%, you know. Yeah. And uh, even in the secondary, it pays you know the remainder. So if you've got another insurance, you know, and you paid, you can file it yourself. But you got to have you know you got to have good record keeping, keep you know keep keep good track of stuff. Well, that uh, you know that can add up, especially if you got mm-hmm. a long term going, man. And believe me, folks, the folks at Champ VA are unlike the rest of the VA. They're honestly good people. They are really good people. Great so, people. You know, I can actually, you know, I mean, I can actually pat him on the back. Now, and it's, uh, that's, if the VA ran like they did, and the same people, we'd have a lot better system. Yeah, well, it's, it's amazing, Don, uh, how much difference uh, they are, because they are extremely efficient. And mm-hmm. just work with it with your hand, you know, they'll go out of their road to work with you. They should be recognized whether they do that's what they do. They yeah. should be because they are, you know, I mean, I'm not biased because, you know, we have Glenn Johnson on the show every once in a while, but, uh, you know, just by the proof in the pudding, you know, just use it and see. Yeah. You know, uh, and. Uh, they are good. Yeah. And, I don't think we've ever had a complaint about them, have we? I've seen a couple of little issues, but it turns out to be uh, misunderstandings. And, yeah. You know, and uh, so, but no, really, I mean, it's, I mean, we've had them for years now, and it's, you know, it's pretty much a, pretty much a good system. Yeah, the rest of the VA function like they did. Uh, there will be a need for it. Had it. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Uh, yeah, it'd be a different story out here. And uh, it's, uh, it's a sad situation that it's the way it is, but we have to deal with it. So you have to learn to deal with it. Like it or not, and that's what like. it is. It is what it is, Gerald. It is what it is. And yeah, so. 
uh, part of big government. But keep an eye on your meds. Uh, and like I say, if, if you're some of these uh, veterans that, uh, that have taken pain meds away from them, I don't know. Uh, go to your IG or uh, Inspector General or they have a medical. Matter of fact, I dealt with them a time or two, the medical side of it. I think they've got their own situation with IG, don't they? Yeah. It's... Anytime you have a complaint like that and you go to the IG, you know, make sure you keep good documentation. Keep good records. Because your complaints and things like that are looked at... Um, I've only heard a couple of bad stories about the IG, and one of them was uh, uh, Chairman Roberts when he got uh, when they Tim the prosecutors messed him over. So, but uh, if you go to the plant, you're supposed to take care of it. Yeah, they have an office of the medical inspector. Oh, am I? Uh, I've called them before, and uh, I've had good results uh, dealing with them. Mm-hmm. And uh, they have a number, 800-634-4782. And then I have another number. I think this is more direct. I like direct numbers. Uh, I don't care much for 800 numbers. I found they're too generic for me, but uh, it's 202-501-2000, and uh, That's a DC know. number, Gerald. Huh? That's that a DC number. Yeah, that's a DC number. Yeah. But this is putting you up there in the head office. It's a 202 501-2000, and I've had uh, good luck dealing with them uh, over uh, VA issues. Uh, had problems with a primary care team member, mm-hmm. a new one. I gave him a call, and things got squared away real quick. Uh, you know why, don't you, Joe? What's <laughs> <laughs> it rolls downhill. <laughs> it rolls downhill. That's a long way down that hill <laughs> where this guy was. So, the poor veteran sitting at the end of the tunnel. It lands right to his lap. <laughs> boy, he was a different character than when I met him next. Uh, <laughs> I think he even offered to buy me a cup of coffee. But, yeah. but, uh, and, you know, uh, he wasn't treating me right, and I knew it. And he would try and jack me around, and I knew that too. So I just uh, called and talked to these people. They took care of it. Well, they should. And they did. They should. I, 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 uh, that was a good, good bunch. And 
Uh, while I was complaining about him, however, I was really bragging up some of the others at the same time. So, you know, kind of be tactful uh, when you call and complain about someone, but you say, you know, the rest of these people are great. <laughs> and uh, they take that seriously. All right. Um, you can be, um, you know, you can you can do that. I would do something too if if I had a prescription got canceled for whatever reason, I would want a informative explanation as to why. You know, because there has to be a reason for everything. You know, and usually why it was canceled. Of course, sometimes I don't want to tell you. You know, it's uh, they're not going to tell you what's about the money, but uh, you know that's you know you can keep that in the back of your mind. Well, you know, they'll give you all kinds of excuses as to why it was canceled. But but first, I would try steps. I would go to the Veterans Advocate and talk to them first. You know, I went to the Veterans Advocate before and uh, was thoroughly unsatisfied. I just didn't Mm -hmm. feel like he had my best interest at heart. And... I mean, that's where you're supposed to start, and I would recommend anyone start there at the veterans advocate and see if you can get it resolved there. If you can, all better. But if you're not able to, then you got to do something else. Well, you've got, you know, you've got steps up the up the ladder. You know, you can take each step. Well, everybody has a boss. Keep that in mind. Everyone has a boss. And uh, you keep going up that ladder until you get some satisfaction. Yep. Yeah, it's better when you call them up and have that Mick Jagger song playing in the back. Can't get no satisfaction. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you know, seems like Roddy, every veteran is treated like Roddy Dangerfield. <laughs> yeah. In the case, I liked him. Never get no respect. <laughs> <laughs> no, just be vigilant, though, people. That's what you do. Uh, you know, always uh, double-check everything, especially when it comes to the VA. Yeah. Especially when it comes to medicines and things like that. You know, find out, you know, I've got fortunate to, of course, this guy's been out for a while, but... My primary care doctor, VA, was a uh, before becoming a doctor, was a pharmacist, and uh, he would sit down. And he would actually go over each medication with you and explain to you what it does and how it affects you. And I really appreciated that when he did that because I didn't know, I had no idea, you know, what it did. But he explained to me exactly what it did, and uh, he took the time to do that. You know, so, I have a, I, I'm the same way, uh, John. I, they want to get put me on another pill. I tell you what, I have I asked some fifty questions about it. I want to know everything there is about that pill. Well, yeah, if you don't want to have to take it, you don't have to. You know, you want to make sure mean, that you have. To. And I want to know the side effects and why they put me on it. And, you know, everything. Ask them questions. Just because they hand you a pill don't mean you should take it either. That's right. That's true. You know, find out why you have to have it. I have 
them, uh, turned Bill's back on them, and they explained to them why, you know. Uh, yep. They always wanted to give me a lot of pain medicines, and I, yep. I just, I, I never took them. And I explained to them, I just, if I got to hurt that bad, that'd be the first one I'll let them know. Uh, but yep. if I can tough it out, I'll tough it out. Yep. Some people, you know, it depends on your situation. You might have a situation where you're in excruciating pain and you really have to have I tell you what, I was, I had uh, the carpal tunnel, I guess, in my left arm one time, and uh, I'd done some stuff, and I developed a case of, like, tennis elbow or something in the arm, I guess from, I guess they call it tennis elbow, but I went to this one uh, physical therapy place, and they stuck this electronic unit on my arm there and started laying the voids to it. And uh, they did. They laid the votes to it. And after I got done, I came home, and the whole nerve, I don't know what happened to it, my left shoulder tensed up. And it was like somebody was sticking a, a, a knife or a real blunt object in it. And that's how bad it hurt. I went up in the emergency room over that. Oh, my. Yeah. That's that called a, a tense. Unit? Is that one of them tens? Yeah, they'd use it for certain issues, you know. My brother-in-law, he had back trouble, and they they put one of them on him, and they said, you know, just turn it up here just where, you know, you can feel it tingling or something. And him and his daughter went in the store, and he said he thought he bumped it or something. He told his daughter... Reach back there and turn that up. Well, she turned it the wrong way, or turned it. <laughs> she just cracked it up. <laughs> he said he was off around that store like a grasshopper. <laughs> <laughs> he said that's the end of that thing for him. There ain't no more of that. <laughs> he said he was toned up in bed for a week. <laughs> Yeah, he didn't move. He didn't know he could make. <laughs> Turn up that engine, okay? <laughs> you can take it off and charge your batteries. <laughs>
the specialists and and see about getting them restored. Uh, yep. Uh, but, Always uh, have a backup plan. Yeah, absolutely. Because I know there's veterans out there that do need their pain medicines. Yep. And, uh, but, but they've sure put a hurting on a lot of them right now. It seemed to me they would they would have gave them a weaning off period or something. Well, if they need the medication, they don't need them. They need the medication. Yeah, you're right. If they need it, they need it. You've been listening to the Hadit.com Blog Talk Radio Show, sponsored by Hadit.com. All opinions expressed here are the opinions of the individuals appearing on the show and are not the opinions of Hadit.com or Blog Talk Radio. Tune in next time for another edition of Hadit.com Blog Talk Radio and the Ask Master Show. We'll see you next week. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks, Hattie, for uh, uh, sponsoring our podcast here. And uh, y'all have a great time out there. And watch that VA. I think we're still on there. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.